This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is AfterBuzz TV for Survivor. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Survivor news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Survivor! Welcome, welcome everybody, it is Phil Svitek, joined alongside Steve the Steamer. Say hi, Steamer. Hello. Steamer, I have some exciting news. Um, Did you know that Frank Sweeney, uh, from this season of Real World over on MTV, happened to have gone to school with Sophie. Oh, yeah, really? Yes, very, very interesting. And um, the exciting part about that is, I am uh, since the season finale is on a Sunday, I'm going to get uh, Frank to come in and talk about Sophie. Okay. And uh, he's also, like Rob, attending the, uh, the finale. Oh, will he, will he be wearing a headband? Uh, will he be wearing a headband? That that I don't know for sure. Probably. Make, make, make sure if he comes in the studio, he wears a headband. Will do. I will certainly do that. Um, by the way, um, was it was it last week that we said uh, that episode was very emotional? I believe so. Yeah. If that if the last episode was very emotional, this episode was very very intense. At least it was for me. What, what, what adjective yeah. would you describe this one for you? That, that's a good one. I mean, it's because, I mean, they got down to their five, and now they got to basically cut from that. So, yeah, it, it got pretty intense 
midway through once their initial plan sort of fell by the wayside. Yeah, it, it, it was so – there were so many twists and turns, and I mean maybe you foresaw yeah. a lot of them. I certainly didn't. That was – I mean Brandon no, was, I did not. <laughs> and would you say Brandon was the catalyst of all of this? Brandon and Albert, it just seems those two were, were the driving forces and who people wanted out. So it, it, like, it's fitting that those two sort of joined up basically by chance and like circumstance. That's the way it worked out, that they those two were joined together. Yes. Well, uh, before we uh, – well, I guess let's start with Albert before we get into the Redemption Challenge because we see a little bit of that kind of play out in the early part of the episode. And, uh, you know, he's telling Rick – he, uh, he says to uh, whatever the off-camera, I don't like Rick. If I if this was a game of who I liked, Rick would definitely be yeah. out. But he's the, the weakest competitor, so I should definitely keep him in the yeah. game. Um, yeah. Who, in, in your mind, who was Albert voting off today if he, if he had a chance? Like if he had to do it all over again, clean slate. Was it, it, so- it seems to me like I don't know – because early in the season, I thought him and Sophie were like a tight bond. And it seems like he alluded to that, and they went further from that. So it struck me odd when he was going after Sophie. Mm-hmm. And to me, if he could have pulled that off, that probably would have been a good move since Rick hasn't done anything. You want to keep her around. So that's, that was a good point that he made. And you don't want to get rid of Rick. Yeah, granted, you don't like him, but keep him around, and there's a better chance that you'll win. Yeah. So it seems to me like he was going for the right person. Yeah. Very, very interesting. And then uh, I believe it was also during this time that Sophie said, um, you know, let's vote off Albert. He's been getting shady. Or actually... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Well, she wanted Albert, but then she said Brandon, right? Um, to the ex- So that way, yeah, Ozzy and Brandon are the two strongest competitors. Let them duel yeah. it out. One's obviously yeah. going to be eliminated. Better chances for us. Yeah. So, which makes sense from her perspective. Yeah. Although, so, I, although I, I wouldn't call Brandon like the strongest competitor. Granted, he, he went on to w- whatever in this, in this episode, but I never really saw much on it. I would think like Albert would be stronger than Brandon, but I guess just quibbling over nothing since obviously Coach is worthless and Rick's worthless. So. Yeah, I mean, I would say um, I think for me, Ozzy's number one, and then it's a close one b- between Albert and um, Brandon. Yeah, obviously Ozzy's the best one there since it, I mean, it is his pleasure dome, so. <laughs> yeah, I, li- I like that description. Um, why don't we get Very into. Very creepy. Well, uh, speaking of the pleasure dome, why don't we get into uh, him and Edna and their sort of challenge? By the way, b- do you think. Go ahead. Do you think he took Edna to the pleasure dome? Um, I think he might have. I mean, why not? Uh, I think he. You know, especially with the two girls, I think he definitely took the uh, um, Don and uh, Jesus. I'm blanking on the Whitney? name. Yes, Whitney, who by the <laughs> way had some great cutaways in uh, the uh, tribal council. 
Yeah, this trouble council has really brought it in terms of like the facial expressions between Rick, even Cochran has like a few, and Whitney. I, I give them credit; they have they're engaged in a proper manner to make fun of the idiots who are left. Yeah. So all of them have gone through Ozzy's Pleasure Dome, and once again, Edna yep. goes through Ozzy's Pleasure Dome, and uh, I mean, I, I love how they always kind of make it. You know, you and I discussed in the previews the Redemption Challenge, or, or in our predictions segment, rather. Yeah. And, we, you know, we always see, oh, Ozzy might be on the chopping block, and they always tease that. Um, and I thought for – right when Ozzy immediately got the hatchet out, I knew that, all right, this is Ozzy's challenge. The fact that he was able to do it so fast, you know, yeah. he just had such an advantage. And, and it showed how, that he is, in fact, smart to be able to complete it. Yeah, give him credit. I, I thought Edna would get off, get off uh, quicker. Cause, and this was a challenge that Edna theoretically could have won because there's really no physicality involved. It's just like a mind game yeah. on both sides of the challenge. So give Ozzy credit. He wasn't just he doesn't win just the physical and mental ones. He's he won a one that inquired intelligence. Yeah, and and you know I don't. Ozzy is definitely an intelligent guy, but uh, he. I think it's a combination of all things. Like what, what, what Ozzy really has going for him is that he's won such a number of challenges that, as we yeah. talked about last week, that confidence builds, and then yeah. it, it diminishes in obviously your competitor because you're like, oh my god, this guy's unbeatable, and then yeah. um, he just has a natural um, calmness while he does this. You know what I mean? He, uh, as Jeff said during the episode, uh, he's just kind of walking through this and, and not letting anything go his way. Whereas Edna, yep. like, she had sweat pouring down her face, you know? And he's just very calm, cool, and collected. Like, he knew going in, like, when he w- first went, when he sacrificed himself to Cochran, he wasn't worried about going home. Granted, I didn't like to move, but he was confident enough to, to make it, saying, you know what, I can go, I can win these challenges. Yeah. So he's obviously confident. He just He's not going to get rattled by any of this, so he's the perfect guy to be there right now. By the way, if uh, if Coach has his sort of uh, uh, prayer sanctimony things with Brandon yeah. and Cock back, back in the day, Cochran, I would love to see the uh, the Pleasure Dome of Ozzy and what, what their rituals are. <laughs> That'd be. Uh, I don't know. Do you think Ozzy like leaves them like a mitt on their pillow when they wake up in the morning? Uh, I think he leaves more. I think he's right there. I think, I mean, never mind. This is just going to get way too sexual, so I'm not even going to go there. But uh, Yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> um, so, yes, Edna, poor Edna, she's gone. Betrayed. There you go. Uh, went, went. Her adventure is over. No one's chosen here, except for her, which, eh. But she didn't really... Ha- she didn't really bring her to the table, so I don't feel bad for her. She was there as long as she should have been. Good for you, Edna. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously it's it's very tough. Um, there, there's competitors that have gone out way before her, so you know what? Yeah. At the end of the day, you had an experience, whereas the rest of the people who actually probably deserve to be there, who are better competitors, they're not. So be happy you got that far. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to defend her a little bit, I mean, she... Rick's Rick's still there, and what has Rick really done? So I mean, it could have been her instead of Rick. She drew the short straw on that one, but overall, she didn't deserve to win. So see you later. Yeah. Um. So why don't we uh, why don't we talk about the real challenge? Um. Which, uh, in, in terms of your rating, how would you rate it? I th- 
I don't know. It's just another one of those challenges. No, nothing really the script to me. It just just they just throw like random challenges in front of you. Mm-hmm. It was it was all right. I. I I did not expect Brandon to win, so seeing him win was was shocking. I mean, I, I figured Coach would step up and actually win something, which he came in second, which whole hell of a lot of good that did him. But well, I think shocked me that Brandon won. I think this challenge, uh, you know, although it it may not like uh, you know, if this was the first challenge they ever did, it's not as exciting. I think for the fatigue they feel and you uh for me I, I was looking um when they had the close up shots they are just so tired and to have to climb that yeah. wall it was really exhausting for them um yeah you, you saw like Sophie trying to climb it and kept falling down it's yeah definitely not easy as it looks for us like being rested and watching on TV i mean they've been out there for 30 some days at this point doing all sorts of random challenges without much food in them so you, you, you definitely know what not I, as easy as we think you know, I would have liked to see um, someone step up and, and, and start with the highest one first, you know, so that way you got that one out of the way and, and, and build your way down so that way you know you're on the last one. You don't have to climb as high. Yeah, you know? that would have been an interesting approach to it. Um, I, You know, it, it, for challenges throughout my life, and obviously not that one, but um, – I just feel like that's a smart strategy again, because then you have less of a distance to go. It's mentally easier when you're most tired to just say, "Oh, okay, I have to go four feet in the air as opposed to twenty or whatever it was." I'm just throwing yeah. out numbers. Um, Would be interesting. So I'm I'm really bummed that no one did that. Um, I thought Coach, I think he he, he definitely would have benefited from that strategy for me at least. Um, but uh, he. Interestingly enough, he did make up ground. Um, obviously, it was yep. uh, it was Rick versus Brandon, and then you know, coach kind of snuck up, yeah, and then just lost it eventually. Really, man, I guess Brandon had like the little edge on him, and I did not think Brandon would be able to solve that puzzle. Like last week, we were talking about like the challenge he did, and he been bragging about getting out Edna, and we we're just saying, no, he just just happened that way. Like he didn't actually plan that out. Yeah. Maybe he's smarter than we give him credit for, which. It's possible, I guess. Um, maybe. I mean, in terms of the Edna thing, uh, I still say it's luck. You still, this yeah, one, possible. This one's different. You know what I mean? Uh, this one's this challenge was kind of more like checkers, whereas the last challenge was definitely more like chess. So I think he he's a great checkers yeah, player, but not a chess. <laughs> so. Makes sense. Um, but we have to talk about the awesomeness of which. When he won, it's just that moment. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, it literally seemed like Rocky at the end of a Rocky montage or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sort of was. It was like you had like the like the ramp sort of thing, which symbolizes like the steps. When Rocky like ran up the steps in Philadelphia and he raised his arms, like yeah, sort of like what Brennan did when he won. Like he put his arms in the air and, and like Rocky, I thought it was pretty improbable that he won. So, good for Brandon. I mean, definitely the editing, everything about that made it so awesome. You had the helicopter shot, you had the music, you had Brandon screaming at the top of his lungs for Jesus. And then, was there ever a moment in anyone's mind of like, you know what, maybe this God stuff is right. I should have prayed too. Yeah, I don't think so. Um... All right, and 
So Brandon wins the pizza. And yeah, which, I mean, pizza? That's all you're giving him for a reward at this point in the game. It's like years back, they'd like take him out like helicopter ride, take him to exotic spas. Nope, you win pizza. I mean, oh, it just seems like just sort of like dull and... I don't know. But 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 the irony it. was um, it was interesting because I thought he would pick Albert based upon uh, yeah. when Albert won he gave yeah. away the spot and he said if anyone yeah. wins any food prize uh, yeah. please I consider me. So yeah. why Rick? I I don't know I don't know what he was trying to do there I obviously it didn't work for him but I I do not know what the motive on that was and maybe. I, I don't know. He, he can't really figure out Brandon's strategy. By the way, here, here, the irony is it didn't have to work for him. You know what I mean? He was safe. That was yeah, the, but I mean, you think you're setting up something down the line in terms of that. Like, you, you figure, okay, he thinks he's safe. Why is he going for Rick? I guess he figured maybe he's voting on Sophie anyway or Albert, so it's not going to be Rick. And he wants to, I, I don't know. I do not know what was going through his head there. It seemed odd that he would pick uh, Rick. Yeah, I mean it, it. It seemed almost sadistic in the fact that okay, he knew he probably figured that Rick was the one going home, and so rather than have to, um, rather than have to face uh, either Coach Albert or Sophie when they had uh, been, I guess, replenished by this amazing pizza, he might as well just starve them and let Rick go out with a you know full stomach. I guess I don't know. Who knows? Who knows with Brandon? He's always been like that wild card enigma type that, eh, whatever. He's just some whack job. And, and you know, again, the rest of the whole episode, that's what it was all about. He just pulled so many weird moves that I certainly wasn't expecting. And, and as you said, you weren't expecting. Do you think he uh, tipped the pizza guy when he came in on the uh, little jet ski there? Um, hold on one second. I just got Sorry, guys, I just had to cough. Um, did he tip him? Uh, like some I, rice or something? No, no way. I'm surprised that, like, I love how that pizza guy came in. I, I thought for sure the pizza would be, like, stale or whatever, but, uh, yeah. you know, good for them. They gave him some good pizza. And, oh, don't forget the garlic bread. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> um... But by the way, I, I don't know about you, but uh, even just hearing the word pizza, like, it made me want to, like, I feel like pizza, at least for Americans, it's like the one food that when you just hear, you're like, even at, at, as shitty as it actually may be, you're like, yeah, I'd love yeah. some, that's, that's a great reward, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it makes you want to, like, eat pizza, because everyone loves pizza, but at the same time, I still think it's a weak, weak uh, reward, but hey, it's pizza. <laughs> um so let's 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 talk about Brandon's strategy. I mean just just to really recap Where do we begin? Okay, so he, he calls out Albert for being fake to everybody and then he tries yeah. to go back on it and does and oh my god like Brandon, what are you thinking? The whole episode, like the way it was crafted in how like these these little talks of strategy were going on. Just to me, it was just like everything just kept swinging, and it's based on based on Brandon. Like first he goes to Albert, like when Albert's just chilling in the hammock, which I think like the hammock is like the power spot. 
Yeah. It, on, on, in the camp. It's like someone always goes up to a guy in the hammock and he's like talking wise and intelligent strategy. And the person just sitting there listening to some guy in the hammock telling you what he wants to do. Like Brandon did with Albert, then Albert does it with Coach. It's always the person in the hammock that has the power. But anyway, it's like Brandon goes to Albert and he wants to, it, he thinks it's those two, which. I never really saw them. They never spotlighted those two together. So seeing that shocked me because I figured, as I mentioned before, I figured it was Coach, Brandon, and Sophie after a while. But mm-hmm. apparently Brandon got his way in there. And I thought that was rather odd. And then you see Albert going to Coach to try to get rid of Sophie. And obviously Coach doesn't want to do that. And it's like he wants to get rid of Brandon. And just everything was just much different than I anticipated. Yeah. I, I mean, what's what's tough for me is it, it, it's so bewildering what Brandon did that I ha- I almost have no words because everyone everyone was going against Albert. You had the easy play. Yeah. You were safe. You were fine, and you would have come out a hero anyway. Um, and I do. Do you think? I mean, he obviously didn't have any inkling that Coach would have would have slayed him, as he is known. No, I, I don't Slayer, know but... if he knew. Or, but they needed to allude to, like, Coach, like, I'll do what God wants me to do. And it's like, well, Brandon's like, God tells me to keep Albert. Well, God may tell me something different. I'm Coach. It yeah. just seemed, I don't know, like the whole God thing. And considering, like, Coach spent this whole season saying, as good as good Christian men, I'm keeping you around. And then from the stab in the back, it just it struck me as kind of hypocritical. It did. But it seems like that was that was the play like he wanted like the whole thing like when Brandon won the immunity like they showed the cutaway of coach where he's like I'm at peace with that I'm pissed but I'm at peace with that which I don't know he's wanted Brandon out the whole time I don't know why that was but it seems that's where he was going the whole time and nothing would convince him otherwise could it be f- I mean do you think it's literally for the fact when Brandon came up to them at the hammock and acted like Russell and it just struck so many war memories that that coach from that point on was all about Brandon. Was that the turning point or was there something else? I, it seems like the talk that he had with Albert while it was going on was he was alluding to Brandon. And then when, when Brandon stepped up, I didn't think he did anything out of line. Like he just, he just didn't really buy what they're telling him. He just wanted like, he, he didn't like get in their face. Like he kind of said, what were you guys talking about? Yeah. Which, is a legitimate thing since it it was odd, and then Coach just jumps down his throat. Yeah, which I didn't I didn't really understand where he was coming from. It seemed out of character from this season to do that. And you know, what's, for me, what's weird is that you know Brandon's like that. He's a, he's an awkward guy. He doesn't understand social social norms. So you no. you guys could have been talking about butterflies, and he still would have walked up to you and been like, "Oh, that's cool. That's cool." Yeah, what are you guys talking about butterflies? That's cool. Yeah, he didn't. And he didn't believe you, so he's just asking. He's not like it's just the way the way he is, and it definitely hurt his feelings when when coach said that, bro. Yeah, bro, <laughs> bro, please give me a hug, man. We need a, we need a touch. Or he said something along those lines, which I don't know. He's a little too touchy feely. I mean. <laughs> So uh, in in the tribal council, it's never been as spiritual as it has been tonight. Yeah, it's a little over the top. Uh, but. And I like I like how Jeff kind of he he brought up the fact that okay, uh, this is what Brandon did for you, Albert. Would you ever consider giving it back? 
Um, and you knew Albert. Albert played his hand right, but you knew that he was never giving up that thing. No, no way in hell was he giving that back. Which, to be honest, if I was in that position, I I don't know what I would have done. Like I think I would have keep it, but it would be like and Jeff mentioned, like the pressure of that situation would would might get to me where I, I, I wouldn't give it back. But in terms of like gameplay, he did the right move. Yeah. Um, and I I spoke about it earlier, but this literally the expressions of everyone. I've never seen the jury more confused. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. Like, I don't know how much of it was editing, or if like the first thing said was the question Jeff said to Brandon about the muni necklace, and Brandon saying I want to give it up. I don't know if that was immediate or that came down the line, but for like the trial counsel to basically start that way, it was definitely bizarre. Because normally, if you see like they've had a few where people give up the muni necklace, and it's like always towards like, the end of what they show. So having the beginning yeah. was definitely a little shocking. And I think I don't know if it necessarily was the first thing either, but um, even regardless, let's say let's say it was like the fifth, tenth, whatever yeah, question. Yeah. It's still such a confusing thing of everything that happened that they just must have been befuddled. Yeah, most likely that's the case. But and I'm sure. Go ahead. I'm sure they used to Brandon like just saying like off the wall stuff that it might not be as shocking but, but ironically no that, like you can see by the faces they were but ironically no you, you saw Whitney you saw um you saw you saw Jim and they their faces just said enough of this like <laughs> i can't believe we're still talking about this god and all like this kid is nuts like are you and this is what he's doing he's gotten this far and he li- literally thrown away so but, it's he's definitely a bizarre little man. But um, on the sort of more deeper side of Brandon, and, and more, I have to have some compassion because the story he told was very moving. The gang, the gang scene he was in. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of feel bad for him. I do, and that you know, and I thought for sure. If anything was going to change Coach's mind or whatever, it would be that story. And uh, it certainly doesn't help Brandon's confidence now that, uh, you know, once again, the people that he thought were his best friends literally left him to to hang, except for Albert, who actually did vote for Sophie, but but Coach, who he had an even deeper bond with. Yeah. Yeah, but in Coach's defense, his soul has never grieved like it has in that moment. That's true. He's always good for he's always good for something over the top spiritual that you shake your head at because he's okay, Coach. Just get over. It. We know you. We know you're voting them out. Just do it. Don't try to justify it. Yeah. Um, going back real quick, I love how Coach obviously uh, his decision was a lot longer. Um, Brandon's in many ways, was just hilarious to me because he just got convinced at the end of the day. He literally got convinced where uh, Al- Albert's just spewing a bunch of stuff, and then and then he just yeah. literally went, yeah, cool, all right, I'll do that. That sounds like a good idea. You know what? And then he sealed his fate because at least, okay, you're going to do a nice thing where you're going to vote Sophie or whatever. But then you, I love how he took it to the next step of idiocy and, and – and, because Albert yeah. was certainly not expecting that. I don't think he was ever going to try to convince him of that. 
But he just yeah. offers up his immunity. Yeah. And did you were you able to figure out what it was that Brendan was making in a conversation? Like he has this random piece of wood and a hammer. And I don't know what he was doing with that. And he's like having a conversation that will basically determine his fate in the game while just randomly hammering away at sticks. And I, I don't know, just seeing just out of the blue. I mean. <laughs> Uh, you know, maybe if you had a smaller piece of wood because he had a chisel too, I thought he could be making chess pieces. But like, you're, I, I love that you bring that up because it was absolutely, I don't know what he was doing. Literally, like, yeah, what, what, is it firewood? What could you be possibly chiseling out into a piece of wood that looks like, uh, I don't know what shit, but. Uh, yeah, it's sort of like a, like a, not like a T, but sort of like a perpendicular like, angle. Like, I don't know what he was doing with it. It's just like a kid, like, banging away with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just very bizarre to have, like, such a important conversation while doing whatever it was he was doing. And, and even though that conversation was so important, I was more fascinated by, what's this guy doing? And I, I couldn't figure it out. And it disappoints me. I couldn't figure it out. By the way, at the very least, consistent of his character. We just can't figure out where his... Mo- it, uh, very true. And, and I like I like Jeff's interpretation of him, that, that the world is just seemingly on Brandon's shoulders. And I just want to ask him why. Why do you feel that there's all this weight, dude? Just let it go. Yeah, just, just, just go, man. Just live your life. I mean, I don't it, know. Just... It doesn't have to be that way, like... You know, no. you're you're playing a game for a million dollars. You made it this far. You have the immunity thing. Um, yeah. Just you, you ratted out Albert, and then you try and save him. So if you were trying to save Albert, yeah. just don't say anything, and then you yeah. and Albert would have been safe. Yeah. I mean, if Albert goes, then so be it. You, you tried your best. I mean, you don't have to, like, give your life just to save Albert. Albert wouldn't do it for you, so why are you doing it for Albert? Like you, you worry about yourself and God, if, if God cared about Survivor, which he doesn't, he does not care about Survivor. If he did, he wouldn't mind you for that move. Like, okay, you, you tried your best to help him out. You couldn't. So you know be it. That's, a, I, that's enough. I would have liked to have spoken to Brandon and just been like, dude, listen, you know what? If you really care about the guy, just do the best you can. Keep the immunity. And you know what? If you yeah. win, give him, give him half a million. There you go. That'll make him happy. That'll, do, you know. Do, do something. I mean, just don't worry. Don't give away your life just for him. He wouldn't do it for you. I mean, are you are you that desperate to have a new gang or whatever it is? I, I, it just seemed like a weird move, but I don't know what, what he was trying to prove the whole time he was out there since everything he did was just not consistent with, like, a winning game. It was just so far-fetched. You know That's what I will say, though? I, I, at the very least, we'll give him credit. At the end, he says, you know what? People will criticize this move. I'm okay with yeah. that. And you know what? If Brandon's really going to stick to that and honestly own that, fine. Because if, if, if he tried to say anything else, then, I, you know, I I would definitely criticize him a lot more. But the fact that he's like, yeah, I, I messed up that, I, and I accept the, the consequences, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. He owned up to it, and he's like, yeah, that's the move I made, so be it. Yeah. So, hey. <laughs> Brandon. What a journey we've gone with Brandon. I mean, can we just yes. consider that for a moment, Steamer? <laughs> this kid. Yeah, I mean, this season, I don't know where I'd rank it overall, but in terms of, like, these first-time players, which 
going back, they are all first-time players. But, I mean, this one we had Cochran and Brandon. And when they bring players back, those two, whether we like them or not, like their game moves or not, they'll be brought back. Like, Brandon has not played Savar for the last time. He's coming back at some point. And we're going to have to go through this whole conversation again. We'll, maybe he'll play differently. Maybe he won't. But we'll definitely see him again. Well, my last thought before we head into commercial, Ali, you have a last thought. Uh, if nothing else, they should have uh, survivor strategists. So, like, uh, t- just two people that go back and forth between the camps and and help out figure out strategy <laughs> to the contestants. And I think Brandon should definitely be one of them. Yeah, that would be. It would definitely be interesting to see him having like a the strategy session with somebody because his strategy is just out there. By the way, and 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 uh, from from past episodes, I love when they do talk strategy. He's like, "Oh, my head hurts. I can't do this." <laughs> so, hey, just strange dude. Strange dude. All right, what are your last thoughts before we head into a commercial and come back with uh, our predictions for the finale? I just I just want to mention the fact that God's a backstabber. Like he he tells Brandon to help out Albert, but he's telling Coach to get rid of Brandon. It's like make up your mind. Help. I mean, can you help out everybody like Brandon and Coach? I don't know why God had to play him like that. Uh, I'm going to – I think God, if anything, had a plan. Okay, Brandon, I'm going to save you. Please don't mess this up. I'm putting my neck on the line. You're going to get the immunity. Please don't mess it up. And then Brandon messed up. Oh, so you you think Brandon just misread God's sign. God did not want him to give the immunity necklace to Albert. God trying to save him. Was giving them meaning necklace. Yeah, and, and by the t- by the time it got to coach, the message was, "Coach, I can't believe that kid is an idiot. He did that. Just get rid of yeah. him, please. I tried. Yeah. I honestly did. Coach, just That's, do it." Very plausible. I'm sorry for doubting you, God. You you had his intentions true, and he just didn't listen. Yep. That's plausible. Makes a lot of sense. It does, and that is the test of God. And we will be back after this commercial. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? And now, your AfterBuzz TV. All right, Steamer, so we get the finale this Sunday. Um, So so for those of you listening, we will be on at a different time. Uh, TBD as of yet, we we will make sure to tweet. Um, But uh, very exciting. I mean, 
What do you think is going to happen? The hours of Survivor. I know. I'm I'm so giddy. Uh, it, it's ironic because uh, you know when you when you watch a series, TV shows, you know you, you, it's always better to watch them in order and things like that. But I have never yep. felt the desire to watch anything back to back to back than this, especially in these yep. last few episodes. Yeah. Um, I I agree. And uh, for Sophie, her wish came true: Ozzy versus Brandon in the Redemption Challenge. Who yep. wins? Uh, it is Ozzy's Pleasure Dome, so I'm going with Ozzy. Well, not if God has anything to say about it, but I think I think God signed off at this point. I really do. Maybe maybe God's will for Brandon is for Brandon to be a jury member and give that money to somebody else. Mm-hmm. That could be it. You are right. What do you think the last I challenge is going to be? Uh, I think one of the challenges will be one of the typical ones. Oh, I mean the last redemption challenge, or or, or the last like, just just in general, you know, the the big challenge. I'm assuming they'll do one where it's like a big maze and they blindfold the people and they got to find go to certain stations and get pieces, which <laughs> is seems to be one of their favorites in the final episode. I don't know whether it be the final four or the final five. But I'm assuming they'll be in there. And as a turn, as what the other one is, I don't know if they'll do like another like uh, endurance challenge, which is possible. Yeah. So I'm assuming uh, there definitely will be a blindfold challenge. I'll wager money on that. And the other one probably will be endurance. I would love to see kind of more challenges like uh, from Nickelodeon's uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple. Those were always so <laughs> fun. Yeah. The the, uh, the blindfold ones I, I like watching because you see them like running into posts, running into each other. It's it's always amusing when they bang into things. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. Um, let's see. Oh, I, I can't believe it's coming to an end, Steamer. No, neither can I. These things go by quick. They do, they do, and it's been a good season. Uh, I, I guess final prediction before we head out and wrap out. Um, who wins for you? I think it's going to come down to Ozzy, which I don't know if he's like the favorite, but if he, I'm assuming he's going to beat Brandon and then he's going to have to win the other two challenges, which seem sort of implausible, but if anyone can do it, it could be him. But if he doesn't do it, I think I'll pick Sophie. Sophie. Interesting. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I think obviously Ozzy's a top, top competitor. Um, my second uh, is, is is Albert, but I think it depends on on the kind of challenges that it is. Albert, he's very good at challenges, but he's he's terrible yeah. at certain ones. Um, so it'll come down to that. Obviously, Albert was atrocious in today's challenge. Yeah, he definitely was. But like, I'm trying to think though, like further ahead, like if Albert makes it, like who would he have to be against to win? Like who, who would he have to be against for the jury to give him the money? Cause it seems like, I don't know if he's really liked, which struck me as odd. Cause I figured he was, but as we get further along, like more and more of his, this constant scheming is exposed. So maybe people saw through that and don't like him. So it seems to me like he's further down the pecking order than someone like Sophie. So that's why I thought it'd be good to get rid of Sophie this week. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody like, would he be coach? I don't know. I, he would beat Rick. That's probably about it. But I'm assuming it's going to be a final three. So he's going to have to beat two people. And I don't know if there's anyone there besides Rick that he can beat. So it'd be tough. It'd be tough for him. But I mean, I want to see him win over someone like Rick. But I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And uh, I, as much as 
coach has been great this season. I I, I don't think he's going to win. Um, he's just, he's just I don't. I don't think he will either. I don't think they want to give the money to a returning player like they like what happened last season with Boston Rob. But I think out of the players there, he's played the best game. And I, if I was on the jury, and I try to eliminate all my personal like feelings of him and just looked at strictly gameplay, he was he's by far the best out of this bunch. Yeah, I would say him than Sophie. Like Rick hasn't done. Rick just coasted along. Brandon got dragged along, and and Albert like Albert was good, but I think Sophie and Coach were better than him at this point. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Steamer, uh, that that wraps it up for uh, for this episode, and we'll see obviously everyone for the finale. Um, Look forward to it. I'm very very excited, Steamer. Uh, you know, uh, are you, are you excited to tune in to uh, MTV's Real World with Frank, the after show on here at AfterBuzz TV? I am. I, I, I like listening to the, the opinions and the viewpoints of the people in the house, in addition to the host that you guys have. That's awesome. Entertaining. So yes, uh, for those of you listening, we do so many after shows. Be sure to check that out. And uh, Frank from the Real World, I ninety-five uh, percent chance that he's going to be here along with us to talk about Sophie. Um, especially, obviously, now that she stayed in the game for the season finale, then uh, a lot to talk about with her. And, and uh, I, I've just spoken with Frank a little bit uh, behind the scenes, so so he'll definitely bring a great take about that. Um, but until I'm, next I'm time, Sophie and headband. <laughs> until next time, though, this is Steve the Steamer and Phil Svitek signing off. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. And follow the steamer at the steamer. On Twitter! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.